Hello, I'm your Senator, Chuck Grassley. The Christmas season is a busy time of the year. Like you, I'm preparing to celebrate the holiday with my family and friends on my farm in New Hartford. But as we look forward to the birth of our Lord and Savior, I want to take a moment to wish you all a safe and joyful season. Thank you for the honor of serving you in the United States Senate. Have a blessed Christmas. Hello, everyone. It's Christmas time, and it's time for Rock Hard Christmas 2, the first holiday sequel that we've ever done. I'm here with the regular crew, uh, Chuck, Natalie, Evan. How's everybody doing? I'm all right, I suppose. Uh, fantasy playoffs, as uh, I've already talked at length about with you guys, where <laughs> you care even less than you did when I started. Uh, but I'm in line to win a couple leagues this year. Uh, so everyone, please send your best wishes. Uh, it's probably going to be all over that time this podcast comes out. But God bless. Spirits are high. Uh, I, I, <laughs> Justin gave me some very, very good and very unexpected advice this morning to uh, help me select uh, who I should start in my RB2 spot. So, you know, I don't feel like I can lose now. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows I'm very uh, intelligent and very informed when it comes to making these kinds of decisions. Yeah, Absolutely. I just asked him which which name he thought was cooler. <laughs> Thank you, yeah. Justin. That's exactly what I would do. <laughs> Less yeah. the better button, the cooler name, and a good mascot too. That's right. Yep. <laughs> when I yeah. do when I do March Madness, that's what I do. Who's whose mascot is better? <laughs> yeah, that's not a bad strategy, really. I just got Stanford winning every single year because their mascot's just like this fucked up looking tree, <laughs> like big eyes and like lips <laughs> yeah i will say it doesn't even feel really like christmas this year at all it doesn't feel like the holidays for me at least yeah i mean it kind of does because like i mean i'm still looking forward to like eating all the holiday food and opening the presents and all that stuff but it's like it feels so different than years past that it just i'm not in the holiday spirit like i usually am i love it <laughs> I'm i don't have not. to see any family that i don't like i love it <laughs> Because you yeah. can just say, I'm really concerned about the virus. And then, yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> I mean, I am concerned about the virus, but I also don't have to go see some piece of shit family members that I never want to see again. And, like, go and listen to – they use the word towel heads. Like, yeah. just nice. a whole – Yeah, that's, whole. that's a win. It's such a win. Yeah, I mean, I'm at peace with it because, like, I, I know not actually a holiday person, really. But I don't know. I guess since the pandemic, it's just been, like – keep your head down and just like i don't know there's a certain point where i just came became completely at peace with it and it's just like well i'm just gonna be in a holding pattern until shit goes back to normal you know yeah and typically around christmas you're very jolly and you're delivering gifts to all the children yeah i'm giving boat cheese to all my friends (laughs) (laughs) of course i'm boat cheese mustard yeah I think I still have some. That's shameful. I finished the jar that you gave me, okay, and I got okay. I got a new one. Okay, <laughs> but you it's been a while since I had any. You never gave me any fucking mustard. Uh, I'm fuck? sorry. <laughs> Do you I'm like sorry. a spicy, gritty mustard, uh, Natalie? <laughs> I like it when it's people give me it's stuff. Creamy. To demonstrate that they're my friend. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Mail me some mustard. Sucks, I, I've been given several jars myself. Uh, they're great <laughs> gifts. I'm sorry to hear you've been glanced over. 
<laughs> I don't even want your fucking. It's probably gritty mustard. I agree with Chuck. It sucks. It's, it's not gritty. It just it looks like it's rather granular, but it's it's, it's got it's, little it's chunks good. in it. No, it's like that's how you tell it's it, it's like liquid. <laughs> Well, it has, like, like, the seeds in it, too. Yeah. Right, yeah. right. It looks like it'd be it's gritty. It's stone ground. Yes. yes. <laughs> Dutch stone ground, brown mustard. It's delicious. They make it in the Quad Cities, which is halfway in Iowa, so that's cool. <laughs> I don't think that I've made a single brat on the grill for the last couple of summers that I did not have that, that mustard with. just Because so, you don't need oh, yeah. very much. So, like, a jar lasts you a yeah. long time. Yeah, yeah. This is Christmas right now. It's the jar full of fucking friendship, and everyone has the friendship jar. Just spreading the friendship on their fucking. And I'm sitting here with some squeeze bottle. Hey, we we do it's more of it was more of a New Year's gift, actually. (laughs) Now you're scrambling to order. (laughs) I can hear like the the clicking and clacking. If I remember correctly, uh, a certain someone was invited to that New Year's party, but didn't come. Oh, yeah, <laughs> oh, I was, I was, true. I wasn't sure about that. I was gonna what? say I did get mustard for everyone who attended that New Year's party. So. Okay, well, I don't remember why. <laughs> I don't think I went either. No, no. you didn't. <laughs> I think that was a you never, you never go. Wait, Chalk still got mustard and he didn't go. Wait, did he? I don't know. I might I, have you gave ordered some. some. You gave me my first jar of it a long time ago. Oh, okay. I think. Oh, yeah. I might yeah. have just given you some like at another time. I've done it on multiple occasions. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, you gave me some years ago. You were just coming into town to hang out uh, and stay at, at Alan and Allie's house, and you brought me some because uh, I was like, yeah, you know, we'll do something. This this was like, fuck, six years ago, seven years ago, yeah. <laughs> or something. Yeah. <laughs> I've decided this is the greatest mustard ever, and it's entirely symbolic of the amount that Evan cares about me. And the answer is zero. <laughs> but I didn't go. I didn't. I was invited, and I didn't go to the New Year's party. So that's my fault. Hey, once you're in my inner circle, then I will be generous with the mustard. With will anyone. flow. Wait, am I not in your inner circle? Yeah, if I'm friends, like I'm not uh, someone. Like I have few close friends. It's just dudes only, Natalie, so don't feel <laughs> it's a guy, no. it's a boy's thing. No, nah. but I mean, you have to attend the party. Yeah. <laughs> How can someone mustard. be more in your inner circle than I'm in your inner circle? Yeah. How well, small I don't, is this I don't, inner circle? We do, I mean, we had a gift, I guess we had a little gift exchange <laughs> one, one year uh, where we all bought video games for each other on Steam, but that's like... Oh yeah, that's like, right. Yeah, because Chobes thought it would be funny to put a bunch of like like hentai games and like uh like horny like anime like visual novel games on his uh, wish list that were all like fifty cents a piece, <laughs> and then uh, whoever got him as their gift recipient just bought all those for him, so he ended up with like thirty of them, and he was like, "Oh man, maybe I maybe I should have put some uh, some actual <laughs> games actual I wanted to play on my list." <laughs> That Wait, so it's like packed full of porn games. <laughs> so it's like you like pretend you're like it's from the point of view of like it's just a sex game. Uh, it's I think they're like mostly dating games. Uh, and it just sort of has like uh different characters. There's no like movement or anything, and, and you just select from like various dialogue options to like advance the story with whatever character you've chosen to uh court or whatever is my understanding of it. Yeah, I think it's just like still images. Yeah. Is there sex in it though? I'm sure some of them Probably. do have sex in them. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I think there's there was 
a big controversy about that with like Steam still allowing yeah sex games, but it's like why not? I guess yeah, and I I don't think it's always like explicitly shown. I think it's just sort of implied. Well, there's like a lot of mainstream games that have like sex stuff in them now too. Yeah, so. hot coffee. Absolutely. Yeah, hot yeah, coffee. Hot coffee. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Two thousand four or two thousand three. I want to play a sex game. <laughs> That's What's very hot recent. I'm gonna look it up. Oh, hot coffee was a. Uh, a mod for Grand Theft Auto San Andreas where they like recovered some hidden content where the main character can have sex with yeah. women. It was like a DDR like rhythm game thing where you press yeah. buttons. <laughs> yeah, well, it was actually uh, it was actually in the game. Like it was it was yeah, programmed right. into the game and yeah, the mod yeah. just unlocked it more or less. Right. Yep. Wait, it's like a D like you hit rhythm. <laughs> yeah, you hit buttons. Yeah. And it tells you to hit buttons in time and you <laughs> That's how I love you it so do much. the sex properly. Yes, yeah. <laughs> same with That's real life. That's what a, woman, a woman's body is like. It's just a number of arrows, and you stamp just them in a, a certain controller. order. Just plugged into a woman. I'm pulling out a notepad and taking notes right now. <laughs> That's kind of what I see in my head, like when I'm doing it. <laughs> just look at someone and see a giant DDR board. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like Guitar Hero for me. <laughs> Ah, dude, I love Guitar Hero. I still play like a version of it every once in a while on PC called Clone Hero. Uh, I got like embarrassingly good at that game when I was like a teenager, like 18, 19 years old. And uh, I remember back when it was sort of sweeping the country and there were Guitar Hero competitions that you could go to. And there was one at uh, Toys R Us that I decided to go try and basically oh, hell yeah. yeah basically it was just you score as many points as you can and like i play on the, the expert difficulty and obviously you're gonna get more points if there's more notes to play and you're hitting longer combos did you it, just so, steamroll those dumbass kids <laughs> uh, so <laughs> i think i was like 17 so i was at the toys r us and like i the, the, we used like a song randomizer like you would just the, the, it would just you do a random and just pick a song and i chose expert and then there was like this kid who was like maybe 11 or 12 that I was playing against <laughs> and I picked expert for my difficulty and I saw him kind of like he was on medium and he just kind of like went to the hard because he was like well I think I, I probably have to do this and then the song came up was uh, threes and sevens by Queens of the Stone Age which uh, I could play pretty much perfectly and I was just like destroying this kid while we were playing <laughs> and uh, after you finished the song last well, you the were song, basically an adult <laughs> Yeah, uh, there's there's a Simpsons bit about it too, where it's like, uh, what is it, Homer? Uh, he's these are just these little children he's up against, you know. Like it's a child you're competing against, Homer, and then Lenny's like, yeah, and he destroyed him. Uh, so, anyways, the song was over, and then I I hit like 99. percent I missed like three or four notes, and then the kid had like like maybe 60 percent, like 61 percent. And, like, I looked over at him, and it looked like at one point he had been maybe crying during the song. (laughs) (laughs) And I kind of felt bad about it, but I was there to win. Yeah, this this is Christmas. This is, you can buy a (laughs) present, you know, rock, uh, whatever that, rock band, I guess. No, it's Guitar Hero, whatever. That's a good Christmas present. It's a good Christmas present. <laughs> you, can, you can go to Toys R Us. 60% on hard. He should feel good about that. I can never do that. He was I really played, bad. I practiced so fucking much for for boys. Because 
I just to like impress sat at home and men. practiced. Yeah, to impress, <laughs> to impress men. Because um, that's what, you know, they they love that. And, you know, if you're not good at video games, they're not going to want to have sex with you. So That's true. <laughs> And I still, I, I just, I just lack the, I missed some kind of window as a kid with some kind, some of that hand-eye coordination stuff. So I, I practiced so fucking hard and I never could get past like a medium at best. So 60% on hard is pretty good. Good job, kid. <laughs> what are that kid's doing these days? He's an adult by now. Find him and challenge him. Yeah, like all of a sudden there's a knock at my door one day and it's just him uh, with a controller in his hand. And he's like got a bunch of tattoos and shit all over him. And, it, like, and he's a YouTuber. Are, yeah. He's a YouTuber now. Yeah, half the tattoos are relevant to his defeat at Toys R Us when he was a child. I've been trading every day. Yeah. And getting revenge or his kid comes to see you. And yes. Yeah, he has his own kid now. He's in, Indigo Montoya. You beat, you beat my father. <laughs> All right. Well, I've got some uh, Christmas content prepared for you guys. Uh, speaking of buying gifts, uh, this one's kind of kind of related to that. I think Ali sent this to us in the chat the other day. Uh, this is on RadioIowa.com. It's uh, it was just published on the fifteenth. And it was written by a police chief, or I guess it was written by Dennis Morris. I don't know who that is, but it's some advice from a police chief. And this is titled, Be on the Lookout for Holiday Grinches During Holiday Shopping. Anybody going on holiday shopping this week still? Or <laughs> No, I don't, my family, no. we don't really do gifts. We haven't done gifts since we were kids. Um, we'll occasionally do something, but like... I don't know. No one's got any money, and like a lot of people are laid off, so we're just especially not yeah. doing anything this year. Mm-hmm. And then there's the virus well, yeah. thing also. And just fucking order stuff. Why yeah. would you? Yeah, just one big present ordered. You know, that's how we do it, basically. Mm-hmm. We're not even big, but you know, 150. Uh, that's pretty big. Big, I don't big know. spending. That's big. Yeah. Holiday shopping is underway from home and out at stores this year, and both methods can cause you some problems if you don't take the necessary precautions. Lamar's police chief, Kevin Van Vegt. <laughs> I don't, That's a cop name for sure. That's yeah. a cop name. I don't know how to even say his name. It's yeah. like some sort of Dutch or Norwegian thing. <laughs> Kevin is the evil version of Evan. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Van Vegt says, if you go out, don't get caught up in the excitement and forget some simple things. Who's going out? <laughs> his well, the people. virus is over. His people are going out. The bars are open till 2 o'clock again. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Kim Reynolds. Wait, are they really? Yes. Yeah, yeah. She's, it's just like they're they're edging oh with coronavirus restrictions. It's like... Oh, my God. If you get too close to like the coronavirus come, then you have to <laughs> dial it back a little bit. Slow down, slow down. You're almost there to like actually improving things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we can't keep those in place. Like Even if it's like a not actual mask mandate it's like every exception in the book (laughs) can't keep those in place (laughs) when you are filling up your gas tank at gas stations make sure that you lock your doors don't leave your wallet or purse laying on the seat van de says do not leave your car unlocked or unoccupied idling in a driveway or at a store I can already tell this is going to be one of the most useless articles you've ever read on the show before. This is helpful advice. 
Sure, yeah. I guess so. It's helpful advice if you're like, uh, you're an alien in a human suit on Earth that's like avoiding like basic pratfalls. He says if you're going to different stores, put the things you have bought in the trunk or out of sight in your car. Okay, thanks. (laughs) Van Vecht says, be aware of strangers that may approach you. Be wary of strangers coming up to your door and asking strange things. <laughs> where can you remind me where was where this was published, please? Uh radioiowa.com. Okay. They're probably trying to case you out or get you to look away. And somebody might be on the other side of the car and they might steal something, he says. They love to use the word case. Listen, everybody <laughs> wants Christmas presents. So, I think everyone is entitled to Christmas presents. Right. Even if they're stealing them? Yeah. Yes. (laughs) This is like a Trailer Park Boys scheme. I remember them stealing Christmas presents in one episode. (laughs) Van Vecht says, uh, says home shoppers need to take steps to prevent porch pirates. That's fucking fake. I'm so tired of that. (laughs) Porch pirates. What is a porch pirate? Is Uh, that someone that steals packages from your porch? Yeah. Yeah. When you're not home or something? Yeah. 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 They, like, fucking plant articles. I'm getting real crazy. But they, like, (laughs) publish these articles about porch pirates so that you'll purchase the Amazon ring and they can spy on you. This is what I believe. I believe that this is an intentional thing to, I mean, it's not like everyone sits down together to, like, make this plan. But that's kind of the idea is, like, you know, if we put more articles out there about like supposedly people stealing stuff off of people's porches, then they'll mm-hmm. get an Amazon Ring and the Amazon Ring like police departments can use. Yeah, that shit is really creepy. It yeah, is. I mean, and they basically don't need warrants. It's crazy. Yeah, you can like, opt in to just giving your police feed to the police or your camera yeah. feed to the police. Mm. Yep. And people don't really know how to turn that on or off, and so it's just... I can imagine them starting to, like, give monetary incentives using, like, yep. the massive police budget Yep. for that sort yep. of thing. Horrible. That's interesting, because I've had uh, people... I've, someone I know, they had their house broken into, and they got a pretty good image of the person breaking into their home on one of their home security cameras, and when they turned it over to the police, the police basically are like, well... And we can't really use like a private like you know home security system as like any kind of hard evidence and i don't know if that was because of like what brand they were using or if that's just a, a general thing that the police department does but uh they came to him like hey this is what the guy looks like uh here here he is and they were like well what, what did you record this with and they're like oh it's my home security camera and they were like uh yeah i don't know i mean what? i guess we'll look into it which mm-hmm. is standard procedure for mm-hmm. the police. Yeah, they do nothing to solve real anything. Yeah, and in defense of the police department, uh, Ooh. I, ha- I have I have had <laughs> things stolen off my porch yeah. before, like m- like several times in like multiple parts of the city. It is yeah, a thing. Yeah, I'm not saying it doesn't happen. Yeah. I'm, I'm reminded saying... of the th- song "Package Thief" by Superchunk. No one knows that song. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> stealing people's mail by the Dead Kennedys. Also, oh yeah, yeah, classic. <laughs> I think that I've had stuff uh, stolen, like, in transit. Like, I've received empty packages before. (laughs) Oh, dude. Uh, Yes, that absolutely happens. I used to work for a company based in the area uh, that I will not name. Oh, I know about this. Yes. Basically, my job was to 
unload these these vans, uh, sort the packages, and then resort them and pack them into semis. Uh, it was a shipping company. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had someone there that was uh, stealing electronics from these packages and like packing them back up and sending them out empty that got fucking arrested at yeah. work for it and oh, got wow. busted. They were yeah. a friend of mine. Yeah. Uh, I liked him. Him and I got along really well. Yeah. He's um, a really nice guy. <laughs> super nice. Really incredibly athletic. Incredibly too. nice and athletic. Yeah. Guy. He, yeah. he would do like a standing backflip in the, in the warehouse all the time. Like he would just be standing still <laughs> and like be able to do a, a full backflip without anything touching the ground besides his feet. It was amazing. So, there was another company that we shipped things there for that was like, it was similar to like edible arrangements where like you would order like like a pastry spread or you would order like a bunch of like fruit from them for like, you know, a display or whatever. And it was all like, like decorative food, uh, more or less, right? And if you ordered more than $50 worth of stuff from them, they sent you a free box of truffles. Mm-hmm. And the box of truffles was not packed with the food itself. It was just like, taped to the outside of the box and every time we saw one of those come through we would just take the truffles and eat them <laughs> because it, it didn't it's free damage, yeah it's it free man it, exactly it didn't damage the package at all when we take the box of truffles like it wasn't like like sealed in with anything it didn't have like any plastic wrap over it they literally just would like tape it to the top of it and like half the time it fell off anyways so mm-hmm. like at least once a night we would all share this box of really good truffles to be honest <laughs> Like, sometimes you get those boxes of truffles where there's, like, ones that are, like, peppermint, whatever, in there. There was none of that. Like, they were all, like, caramel and, like, like diced Ooh. almonds and, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, on Natalie's point from earlier, the next sentence in this article is, He says if you're expecting packages from online purchases, you might consider getting an outside camera. Aha. <laughs> Or you can put a large decorative piece on the porch, with the pa- which the packages can be hidden behind to keep them out of view of thieves. Yeah, that's <laughs> that sounds like it'll really protect your shit. That's actually kind of common. My mom has like these two huge bushes out front of her house, and uh, it's not uncommon for a delivery guy to like stash the package in one of the bushes. But it's mm-hmm. been the same guy for years. But <laughs> that does make sense. I'm just uh, skeptical on whether that would actually deter a thief who knows there's a package there. Oh, if they know it's there, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, if they're, like, casing the place or whatever. <laughs> they may not see it right away. Amazon protects itself by taking pictures when they uh, deliver That's the right. packages. Yes, they do. So they're like, yeah. it, look, we put it here. It used Our to be fault. so easy to just get free shit from them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, there are other precautions you can take as well. If you are expecting a high-dollar item or expecting something to come at a certain time, try to be home or ask somebody to look for the item for you, Vandevecht says. The Lamar's police chief also reminds you to not sit out empty boxes with your trash to clue in thieves about items in your home they may be interested in. What? Come on, man. <laughs> That's <laughs> such a stretch. Yeah, I mean, if you I mean, if you got a big old box next to your trash can that says uh, computer parts. Oh yeah, <laughs> fifty. Yeah, they got a fifty-five inch TV. Let's uh, break in and see TV in. anymore. I know. Well, that's what I was gonna say. that's like a flat screen. Hey, I mean, some of those flat screens are worth a lot of money, man. Get the nice OLED, you know, four K. Yeah, so that's just some friendly advice from the Lamar's police chief. You should be extremely paranoid that thieves are going to ruin your Christmas. 
It really gets you in the holiday spirit. Yeah, and like here is the like most basic stuff you could possibly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't leave your car running when you fill up the gas yeah. tank. <laughs> <laughs> it says that on the fucking gas pump, bro. <laughs> Uh, and then I've got a few things lined up here. I think we're going to maybe just choose one of these. Um, but are you guys aware of the website caffeinatedthoughts.com? No. Uh-uh. I've heard of it. It's just It's just like a content farm thing for people who drink coffee every day uh, <laughs> and well, like make that into a part of their identity. Yeah. <laughs> It's it's a little uh, bit yes. more actually specific than that. You know who Shane Vanderhart is? Oh yes, yes. I heard about his mom actually just died in a car accident on I eighty. Oh really? Wow. Yeah, not not good. Yeah. Like both his parents, like his dad, I think is in the hospital. Anyway. Well, I will uh not the guy whose family is dying from <laughs> He just all died in a horrible accident. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, it was like a four yeah, it was like a big accident on I eighty, like a couple days ago. Well, uh Chuck and Natalie, do you guys know who Shane Vanderhart is? No. No, I'm looking at his Twitter account right now, though, and there's a lot of biblical shit on there. Yes, he's a, he's a very conservative Christian man. Uh, he lives in Des Moines. He founded this website, Caffeinated Thoughts. Oh. First name's Shane? Yes, Shane Vanderhart. Oh, that's that's a, such a suspicious first name to me. <laughs> I am so upset that I know Shane from Eat the Rich is one of the greatest people because I distrust all Shanes. And <laughs> now I know one that's really good, and it just really is like throwing off my entire world. It's just a, it's a shifty name to me. It's a shifty name. <laughs> Next thing, I'm going to meet a Kyle or a Chad, and <laughs> they're going to be <laughs> amazing communists too. And it's just a, yeah. Or a Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> you really hate Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. There's Kevin at my work. He's a nice guy. Very nice guy. Oh, he's posting a lot of Bible verses. Mm -hmm. I don't really understand, like, how he, like, rose to power. (laughs) Not that he has a lot of power, but he's a very, like, out there kind of media figure, at least locally. Uh, He's just sort of like a media and communications guy for Christian conservatism. I was looking through his website trying to find Christmas stuff. I found, like, a... A video that he had taken when Rick Santorum was touring, presenting this movie that he had produced. (laughs) And uh, Steve King was also in the video. So, like, this guy is friends with all of the elected Republicans and shit. But anyway, he's got this website, and I figured there would be some funny Christmas content on there. Because the website's been around since, I think, 2006. So... It was around for all of the like the height of the war on Christmas, culture war stuff. Mm-hmm. So I've got kind of a range of, of articles here. I think we've got time maybe to do one of them now. And I'll, I'll read you the headlines, and then you guys sort of will come to a consensus on which one we think will be the funniest. Sure. So number one is how the Grinch taxed your Christmas candy in Iowa. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> That's going to be hard to top. <laughs> yeah. Number two is Congress removes lumps of coal from taxpayers' stockings. What? what? Okay. That sounds good. Uh, number three, look who's chopping down the Christmas tree. That one look doesn't really pop. Look who's chopping down the Christmas That's tree? interesting. Yeah. The headline doesn't really pop, but I assure you all these articles are pretty good. And then our fourth option is, it's a Christmas tree, you politically correct knucklehead. <laughs> Uh, just swinging at straw men in the headline 
Hmm. Those are our choices. I'd like to hear all of them, actually. <laughs> I'm scrolling through this website and I fucking hate it. <laughs> I hate it so much. I think the Christmas tree one, uh, just because uh, he got angry enough to use yeah. a bad word, uh, yeah. knucklehead in the title. It's either I'm the first or the last. Uh... I'm guessing that's going to be pretty charged, so I think mm-hmm. that... Yeah, yeah, let's do that. Okay. Guys, if you want to know something dark about how much Obama sucks, he wrote in a blog post on here about how Obama was right and activists using snappy slogans um, alienate oh. others. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Let's hear about those alienated. holiday trees. <laughs> okay, so we're going to do the knucklehead one? Yeah. Yeah. All right, all right. So this was written by uh, Brian Myers. Uh, there are He does have like a bunch of other people who write for this blog. And uh, it says here about Brian, he's a senior contributor at Caffeinated Thoughts. And he was the co-host of Caffeinated Thoughts Radio, heard on the Truth Network, 99.3 FM in Des Moines. The Truth Network? (laughs) Hell yeah. Yeah. It's illegal to lie on the Truth Network. Many people don't know this. The microphone electrocutes you if you lie on the Truth Program. (laughs) If it's a Christian station that plays like choral music, then it might be the one my mom listens to. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Brian owns and operates a manufacturer's representative firm, Myers and Associates LLC, and has been involved in sales and business management for over 40 years. He's a former member of the board of directors at the Des Moines Christian School. He is a charter member of Trinity Presbyterian Reformed Church in Johnston, Iowa, and has been an ordained elder there since 1988. He's been married to his wife, Debbie, for 42 years. They have four children and 13 grandchildren. His passions are politics, history, theology, economics, business, and basketball. Oh, nice. All of that is very boring. And then it's <laughs> I just, I oh, also, I enjoy basketball. Yeah. Also, I like vacations and movies. I was going to say, I like, yeah. I like supper. Um, he I likes like... basketball, but only if they take up the entire shot clock. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say it started to sound like a dating profile at the end. One of his passions is business, so you know this guy's. <laughs> I'm passionate about business. What can I say? I just love doing business. <laughs> it rocks. Every day I just like get up and I business and then I business some more. Yeah, which is just reading CNBC. That's all it, all it is. <laughs> Actually, not CNBC, Fox, Fox Business. There you go. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, here's his piece uh, from December 19th, 2010, titled, It's a Christmas Tree, You Politically Correct Knucklehead. And there are two exclamation points after that. Okay. You gotta he go really with one it. or three. I don't believe in that. No. I don't believe in two exclamation points. Just two. <laughs> oh, boy, he's really upset. I really hate the title, Caffeinated Thoughts. I'm looking through it now, and I really hate that. I really do. I hate it's... people talking about caffeine like they're doing a real drug. <laughs> it's like a Trojan horse. Yeah, because it's such a bland name for yeah. the website, and then right. it's it like... sounds like a mommy blog. Yeah, mm-hmm. it kind of does. Yeah, that's what I thought. It's I thought just it, yeah, like it's just... yeah, it's just like how to make bumps on a log for your kid or whatever. <laughs> like just like the most benign. I read that shit. It's wholesome. Why? How dare you have a wholesome ass name? <laughs> when I think of mommy blogs anymore, I think of like uh, someone posting in a Facebook group, like, 
oh, my daughter's having another seizure. Quick, what combination of oils do I need? <laughs> <laughs> I, I really like to... I I I got a lot to say about mommy blogs. We got to talk about it on Toxic Feminine Mystique because um, no, I like I wanna... to f- follow <sighs> the fucking crazy one. Like, there's this one that I I read the wh- years of it because they like adopted a child and then returned it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh yeah, I saw like the YouTube yeah, family. The YouTube oh. family. Oh, yeah. I saw and that on had- Twitter. Yeah, they have like multi million subscribers. They, and they yeah this- adopted like a. Korean a kid, kid from China. Oh yeah, yeah. And they were told by a doctor like this child has a really severe disability, but they decided to do it anyway. And then they like just quietly returned the kid and then just. Tried to- <laughs> I think didn't they make a bunch of blogs? They were like trying to spin it, obviously, in like yeah. the most charitable way because they're like they made a whole video series out of the kid, and then they're like, yeah, exactly. They, they had to explain like, getting rid of the kid. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, I was able to read it because I do know they found an actual family who can handle. Yeah, that's... (laughs) Who isn't just doing, getting a baby for clout. (laughs) (laughs) What a bunch of sickos. That's so sicko. It's not like you're, like, adopting, like, a dog that's missing a leg or, like, an elder (laughs) cat that doesn't really like using the litter box too much. Like, it's a fucking child. (laughs) (laughs) They were they were forewarned it's yeah. not like you he had know, like severe autism yeah they knew it was i mean not that you should do that with like a, a neurotypical child but it's not like they weren't aware they but that's thought, the thing is because that's that was more clout for them if it was a kid yeah, with a disability because exactly, mm-hmm. they had the like they were opening their heart to a, and their jesusy opening their heart to a like autistic um non-white child look at us and then just <laughs> i mean it's it's really funny it's only funny because you do know that he ended up with really good parents but yeah it's Mm -hmm. like that kind of stuff just is so darkly fascinating to me yeah absolutely so i will read some of them genuinely to make cute snacks and then i just get really obsessed with the like sickos who like monetize their family (laughs) (laughs) it's like that family from tiktok that's getting a reality show did you see that no yeah, there's some like TikTok family that that's how they became known as you can go and watch their their TikTok videos and I think Hulu's giving them their own television show. Jesus. Oh god. Oh fucking god. I love that shit. I invested so much of my life in the motherfucking Duggars. Did you guys ever watch that? <laughs> oh. Oh, the, what's that? Oh, it's the oh. The huge family. People oh, have all dude. shit ton of kids or whatever. Yeah. They're like they're... the quiverful yeah, they're the Liverpool people. I I love real real sicko fundamentalist people. I read all their books. Oh, that's what was it? They had a show years ago when we were it in high 19 school. Nineteen kids and counting. Yeah, that I, I remember that. Yeah. So I watched. So I was devoted to this because I was like, I'm gonna be on the ground floor of whatever fucked up shit comes out, right? I am invested sure. in this. I know all the background, so it'll be so fucking satisfying when what actually happens comes out. And um, the oldest son is named Josh, and he ends oh, I up, remember this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's bad, guys. But I was ex- I was like, something fucked up is gonna happen, and I'm gonna be there, and I'm gonna like have the most greatest shade in Freud because I've read so much of these and watched so much of these fucking freaks. I mean, he worked at Focus on the Family um, and then he came out in that Ashley Madison leak. 
that he had been like fucking a bunch of porn stars and like nice. on Ashley Madison. And I was like, fuck yes. This is what I did this for. I was committed to these freaks. And then look, I was right. And then within, <laughs> within one day, it came out that he had molested five of his sisters. Yeah. Oh, it was no. ruined. It was ruined. Oh, no. Because it's, well, it's not fun. That's well, not no, what but you're, you're still <laughs> right, though. <laughs> I know, but it's like I wanted the like porn star, sex, disgusting, nasty, filthy, cheating, like just, and then it's just like so fucking it's even depressing. Worse. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. so bad. There is nothing fun about that, especially like they're really nice girls. The women in those families are like are such victims already and mm-hmm. like and apparently that was happening well before the show was being filmed oh yeah and oh, the, yeah. and the poli- the police knew mm-hmm. the like sheriff was involved like and it just oh, right. ruined yeah. it i i invested so much time in being ready for the fucking shade and Freud, <laughs> and then it's fucking that and it's so unsatisfying and i was just like devastated i am the victim of this like <laughs> I agree. molestation thank I agree. you thank you <laughs> I always support victims, as you know. <laughs> I believe women. So uh, here's here's Brian talking about uh, Christmas trees and knuckleheads and PC culture back in 2010. So you know it's going to be good. Yeah, that was heyday. That, that was, was a, a good year for uh, Republicans. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> I'm a Presbyterian. I'm an old-fashioned Presbyterian. I'm a hardcore old-fashioned Presbyterian. <laughs> Sounds like a children's song. (laughs) (laughs) That is to say, I take the historic Protestant position that holy days, such as Christmas, are an innovation of the Roman Catholic Church and have no scriptural warrant. Okay. (laughs) So basically saying, like, listen, I take religion seriously. There aren't supposed to be any celebrations. Nothing joyous. (laughs) Nothing is supposed to be fun about this. (laughs) No, lest, lest you get any ideas. (laughs) It's about Jesus and Jesus only. Furthermore, I also take the position that the Christmas tree is a Christianized tradition of ancient pagan tree worship. Okay, well, he admits it. That's nice. Mm -hmm. You you ripped your whole swag off from the pagans. (laughs) And yeah, and and this, it's sort of like a horseshoe theory thing with like super uh, traditionalist Christianity as well as like goofy, cheesy Satanism. (laughs) Yeah. Where like they Goofy both cheesy Satanism. <laughs> yeah. They both recognize the pagan roots of these traditions, but one is like to uh poke fun at Christian culture and one is to like take back real Christian traditions. In short, I'm no apologist for the Christmas holiday or its traditions, especially the Christmas tree. I say all this not to promote my personal view on the on these matters, but rather to provide a context for what I'm about to do which is to rigorously defend the use of the phrase Christmas tree in the public arena. <laughs> Who has... This is a Dude, battle worth fighting. <laughs> Jesus is the reason for the season, not the tree. Come on, man. He's literally getting lost in the forest for the tree. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard someone say that it isn't a Christmas tree. What? Is the holiday tree? Yeah, the what the, yeah, what is... What's the complaint here? He doesn't actually like directly refer to it, but I I do remember there being a controversy about the Obamas calling 
the White House Christmas tree a holiday tree at some point. Jesus Christ. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> I think it was probably That's funny. That's really that's a really good bit, honestly. <laughs> Recently at a public school in Ames, Iowa, there were complaints about a Christmas tree at the school. The tree was apparently offensive to some, and school officials <laughs> decided it had to go. I feel like none of that shit actually happens. Like who? No, it's fake. He refers to a public school in Ames, Iowa. He doesn't tell us which school or who was involved or anything. Like what yeah. grade or anything. Mm-hmm. Or like, you know, what, Otherwise, what, you you'd know. look it up. This was rather silly for any number of reasons, but that's not what struck me as preposterous. What did strike me as preposterous was the subsequent news media coverage in which at least two media outlets didn't call it a Christmas tree. <laughs> One called it a winter tree. And another called it a decorated pine tree. (laughs) (laughs) I want increasingly convoluted ways to refer to. (laughs) Again, very good bit. (laughs) This guy sucks. Decorated pine tree. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's just that's just funny, man. Come on, that's funny. I love it. It's possible, of course, that the school itself was using those terms when describing the tree in interviews with the media but that wouldn't necessitate the exclusive use of those terms. The media simply could have referred to it as something, quote, commonly called a Christmas tree. <laughs> How hard would that have been? Formerly known FKA Christmas tree. <laughs> <laughs> and I think if they had said commonly called a Christmas tree, there still would have been complaints from guys like this. It's not commonly called a Christmas tree. It is a Christmas tree, yeah. dang it. <laughs> yeah. You knucklehead. <laughs> The notion that anything remotely religious, particularly if it's Christian, has to be eliminated from public life is utterly ridiculous and a pathetic misunderstanding of the Constitution. (laughs) Oh, Oh, here we go. Constitution. (laughs) The old Constitution. Yellow ass ass paper. (laughs) But it's the politically correct thing to do. And the saps in the media are quite happy to further this myth instead of merely reporting the news. Yes, the saps in the media. I'm not one of those, though. <laughs> you know what trees have, right? Sap. Ooh. <laughs> wow. Uh. I, I can't tell if that was intentional on his part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's not a media sap. He is a senior contributor at Caffeinated Thoughts. Ah, <laughs> uh, but of course. <laughs> Here's the thing. I am extremely suspicious that this happened because I've been like digging about it and I can find one single thing and that is a um blog at um just iowapoliticsexposed.blogspot and it's the one person who who wrote about this supposedly happening. And other than that I can't find anything and it's anonymous blog post. Nice. Yeah, I mean, one would assume from the way he's talking about this that there would be news reports out there, easily exactly. Googleable. <laughs> and it's twenty, it's twenty ten. They would have loved mm-hmm. to report that. They yeah, yeah been, exactly. They would have loved it, and there's nothing on the news. Theologically speaking, I may not be happy about it, but it's been a Christmas tree in Western civilization for at least some four centuries. Don't insult my intelligence by calling it something else in some stupid and, for most of us, offensive attempt to remove the name of Christ from the public arena. But I thought the Christmas tree was bad. Yeah, like, he he does think that he's not, like, in favor of the Christmas tree being a part. So it's like he doesn't want the Christmas tree to be in his church, but he wants it to be everywhere else. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, more or less. That's great logic. Very interesting perspective. One of his hobbies, uh, what was it? Business, uh, supper, uh, <laughs> theology. Uh, apparently, having like a you know consistent thought process about things isn't one of his hobbies. <laughs> That's how he closes it. He says, I don't agree with it theologically, but I do think that it should be referred to as a Christmas tree everywhere in the public space. <laughs> Great. So he just spent, whatever, 800 words saying I'm an asshole. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Great article, man. Mm-hmm. He's on Twitter. If anyone wants to check him out, it's at Road Executive. I'm going to wait until uh, <laughs> he's not in such a trying time in his life before I start making fun of him, I think. Well, this yeah. this guy isn't the one who had his family die, so he's oh, fair game, okay. I think. Yeah, Brian okay, Myers, at Road Executive. Like R-O-A-D? Yeah, I don't know what that huh. means. Road Executive. <laughs> Dang, sounds like an important guy. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's a co-host on Captain oh, look at Radio. Him. Oh, dude. <laughs> That's exactly his vibe. He has 124 yeah. followers. Sad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's, he's a big name. Yeah, I mentioned the uh, the radio show. Remember it was on the Truth Network? Uh, yeah, Truth only. I have scrolled back to I'm in June, and I still have yet to see a single fave on any of his tweets. <laughs> oh, <one>. no. <laughs> uh, he retweeted... Okay, here we go. We got one. Sorry, oh, no. no, he retweeted an article that he wrote that was posted by the Caffeinated Thoughts Twitter account back in July, and the title of the uh, article is Caffeinated Thought of the Week, Romney and Black Lives Matter. Ooh, <laughs> that's a lot of caffeine, man. Yeah, maybe lay off the caffeine. <laughs> All right, I think that's enough uh, caffeinated thoughts for this year, but uh, God willing, there will be a rock hard Christmas 3 and we can return to them next year. But now let's let's zoom ahead back to the present 10 years and look at a recent piece in the Cedar Rapids Gazette by their resident columnist, Todd Dorman. He put something out uh, last Sunday, so just one week ago, and I am dreading <laughs> having to read this out loud. <laughs> I read like the first four lines of this and then just immediately closed it because it's <laughs> incredibly cursed content. I was oh, audibly yeah. groaning. <laughs> I'm coming in hot on this one. I don't even I don't know what anything about it. I'm excited. Yeah. I think we were looking at it while you were working the other day. Maybe. All right, so the title is New Carols to Sing Around the 2020 Dumpster Fire. Oh, Okay. This was published, you said, in the Gazette? Are you going to sing this mm-hmm. for us? <laughs> I oh God, will please. probably just speak it and then put background music over it. But we'll see. Like, maybe we can figure out oh how, my the mel- God. how the melodies can fit. Yeah, <laughs> sing for us. So, yeah, 2020, as we all know, has been just a freaking epic dumpster fire. Oh, right, my God. Guys? Oh, my God. Death penalty for anyone who still says epic. I hate it so much. <laughs> Is that you joking, or was that the first line of the article? No, that's, that was me saying that. Okay. <laughs> Just riffing on his uh, title here. His vibe. Dumpster fire. People have been saying that for like five years. <laughs> I remember people saying 2016 was a dumpster fire as well. Mm-hmm. All right, this is what he wrote. It's about time. It's about that time in December when the traditional holiday classics are getting a little old. Here are some new ones. Oh, no. Oh, yes. <laughs> First up, we've got Rudolph the Red State Reindeer. 
Oh my oh, god, this no. is what this article is. Oh my god, I hate oh, it. Oh, I'm gonna love this. I hope <laughs> I this. So yes, much. I like it. Rudolph the Red State Reindeer. <laughs> Good. You know COVID and Spreader and Pfizer and Stricken. Corona Holy and shit. Atlas and Donald and Sickened. Oh my god. Oh my god. But do you recall the most famous reindeer of all? <laughs> Evan, how what? How could you close this article after reading this? <laughs> how could you not? Because <laughs> it owns. I feel bad for him. I, I, I get secondhand embarrassment easily. <laughs> One of the reindeers is named Spreader. <laughs> That's tight, actually. That would be my reindeer name. That's my regular name. <laughs> Rudolph the Red State Reindeer. Wore a mask over his nose. That's that good. doesn't quite fit the like, scansion of the. I mean, that's original. original cadence is off. And if you cannot see it, the virus spread. It does slow. Huh. Okay. <laughs> All of the other reindeer used to laugh and call him names. Okay, didn't change that part at all. They struck a blow for freedom. Claiming that they would look lame. Then one foggy Christmas Eve, Santa checked his team. Those reindeer didn't look so bright after catching COVID-19 tonight. Oh, okay. Then Santa turned to Rudolph. Are you up to the task? Rudolph replied to Santa, Sure if you wear your damn mask. Cool. This is gonna, yeah. This is gonna break the whole it. coronavirus thing wide open. He really starts playing it fast and loose with the number of syllables. <laughs> like yeah. I stopped, I stopped being able to like go along with the melody in my head. Just sort of gave up. <laughs> yeah. Okay, and uh, number two is there's more. Oh my God! There's let's see one, two, three, four, five, what? six. There's he's got six of these. Wait, was this yes. in, this was in the newspaper? <laughs> yeah, it's on the website. I assume it's probably in the print edition as well. Jesus! And this was oh, on a man. Sunday, so they. I think our suspicions oh, are true. This was their prime content. Yeah, I think this our suspicions our are true Sunday. that there's nobody editing the Gazette. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Liz Lens can be a little bit corny, but they fired her and they kept this guy. <laughs> no shit, yeah. Not this, like, this is the most corny thing you could possibly print in a newspaper. <laughs> His second 2020-themed Christmas Carol parody is called The Cancel of the Bells. Oh, God, okay. Oh, God. I was expecting something about gender to be next, but maybe <laughs> I'll get my wish within the lyrics of this song. Mm-hmm. Okay, this one is a little tough, like right from the start. So you know Carol of the Bells. Yes. Thank you, because I did not know what that was called. So So try to hear this with that melody. Hark now the cancel, so much is canceled. All seems to say, throw calendars away. Jesus, dude. Hell yeah. Way too many souls. Fuck this hell year. (laughs) Christmas is here. Oh, what a year. Too young and old. Don't leave your home. 
Delete, delete, cancel, repeat. With a sad ring, don't go COVIDing. God damn. <laughs> One seems to hear a virus of fear. I hate, to, I hate ask, where is your mask? Yeah, like I said, no one's editing the Gazette. <laughs> <laughs> I like to imagine uh, them, if whoever did edit this article, looking at it and like, seeing these various errors, and they're just being too much to tackle, and just saying, "Fuck <laughs> just it, we've like, got space to it. fill." Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or like Evan, they opened it and immediately closed it. Just like <laughs> I. <laughs> uh, I'm not gonna say no to our man Todd, but there's no way I'm reading this. Got published by accident. <laughs> How do I shop? Fearful of drops. Web pages flipping. Good luck with shipping. Daily they bring more canceling. It's getting risky, but we have whiskey. Merry, 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 merry Christmas. Merry, 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 merry Christmas. Didn't change that part. On, on it spreads. On without end. It is obscene. Ask Santa for vaccine. <laughs> what so does any bad. of this have to do with canceling? Who enjoys just... this? Plenty of people think this is funny, I promise. <laughs> this is literally about canceling stuff and right, not yeah. about cancel culture. Oh. Yeah, yeah. It makes you oh, think it's going to be cancel culture. I yeah. wanted to see about cancel culture. <laughs> yeah, There's still time. It's, it's literally about canceling plans because of COVID. <laughs> Oh, that's so no, I want more I want weirder stuff. Please yeah, tell what's me there's next? please tell me there's a pronoun. Yeah, one. that's what I mean. Like why is like it's just everyone's sick of the COVID stuff, literally or figuratively. <laughs> <laughs> no one wants it regurgitated to them in the form of a fucking Christmas carol. <laughs> the people who think that's funny are the people that have like have not been in harm's way whatsoever yeah, over it for, exactly. for like the last fucking 10 months yeah like imagine if your grandma died of covid yeah and then you're just like, reading this fucking sitting nuts on, man. <laughs> you don't need to do this <laughs> you're not gonna get clout for this no one's gonna like you for this <laughs> the next one is called up on my laptop is this about jeffrey tubin <laughs> <laughs> Heard you. up on the housetop you know was a favorite yeah. of mine when I was a kid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did every did everyone else not figure out that the mom was not actually cheating with Santa Claus until fairly recently? Like the I saw mommy. Oh, we talked Santa about Claus. that on the. <laughs> last I was going to say. Oh, I, was, I, I thought we said this last year. year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was talking about it. Like, if you're a kid and you believe in Santa Claus, then that's the only interpretation that you can have. Correct. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I the joke. Remember I mean, I the joke of the up. song is that the kid believes in Santa Claus. But, like, if you're a kid, then, like, that's your immediate assumption. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, that like song is for adults only. My, fa- my father with, <laughs> with Santa Claus. Yeah, I only uh, just learned that, like, that last year, I guess, before the last Christmas episode. Speaking of anyway. Santa, um, I was having a discussion with a couple of my coworkers the other day about, like, when we were children and we did believe in Santa Claus. I'm assuming that you guys did at some point when you were kids, as mm-hmm. most American children do. Yeah. How did you imagine him? Because all of my coworkers were saying that they imagined him as, like, this sort of, like, happy, like, gentle, like, older sort of grandfather type, you know, who was very sweet. I always imagined Santa as, like, this, like... <laughs> big like larger than life like six foot eight big broad shoulders <laughs> just big like you know ho, 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 like deep voice just like uh you know 
like a big superhero is how I always pictured Santa Claus, you know. <laughs> I don't I think I never thought of him as like a physical thing. I always thought he was just sort of like a ghost type or like magical <laughs> apparition type thing. <laughs> I see. What about I you guys? I really I really fucked up with my kid with Santa cuz I just didn't do it and then I like didn't tell her that I don't know, she doesn't believe in Santa. <laughs> She goes to school telling all the kids they're stupid. <laughs> Santa's not real. <laughs> and like, I don't know. I just don't like lying to her. I don't, I don't know. I don't yeah, know. I understand. It's complicated. I feel, it's like, I feel weird There's no benefit. It. It's not like you're teaching your kid a lesson. It's just like a no, fun thing. And if it's it not a fun thing for you, then like. Well, I just feel like I But then there's the, the whole magic. obligation. Yeah, exactly. There's the whole obligation for like her friends yeah. or whatever mm-hmm. but i bought her a bunch of dope shit and we made we do fun yeah. stuff yeah exactly it's like there's no point to it it's just like a well t- i think that more harm than good can come from the santa thing with young kids uh i was reading something about how kids think that like santa loves them less because like santa brought them like a pair of boots and, and like, someone else brought, got like an ipad yeah they brought their friend like an ipad and like yeah like shit mm-hmm. like that you know i kind of yeah. have some nice memories of it though the year my sister was born i think i was i was five i think that year my uh mom woke me up to come open presents and she was like oh you just missed santa he was just here we heard him (laughs) and uh my dad had like put on his work boots and gone outside in the snow and like tracked uh snow into the house leaving the christmas tree and then back out the door (laughs) and when i was a kid that was the fucking craziest thing i'd ever seen to that point in my life like that's one of my most visit vivid memories of being a child was like waking up and there's fucking boot prints with snow leading to the christmas tree and there's presents there i couldn't fucking believe it that's cool yeah oh no oh no i stripped the magic apparently yeah, when uh i was told that santa isn't real my first reaction was you bought all those presents. <laughs> I was just like, uh, you know, I kind of figured, like, as I no, got well, older. I mean, like, I mean, my parents like were not rich at all, like when I was a kid, and so I was like, Aww. just surprised that they had spent all that money. Yeah. Oh man, I just like really fucked up. I, it's like too late to go back now. It's like I didn't invest in doing any of the magic, and was just like, ah, oh, some people believe well, in this, some yeah. people, and then it's just, I don't know. You should show her the uh, like those stop motion animation yeah, Christmas movies. Those. Yeah, so she she gets the culture like that part yeah. is fun. At like, least, like my father really loved Christmas. Uh, uh, every year, uh, we would go to a Christmas tree farm, and him and I would cut one down and haul it out, and they'd pack it up, and we'd take it home, and we'd set it up. My mom hated it because it would like shed and like get needles everywhere. The cats absolutely loved it. Uh, obviously they would try to eat as much of it as they could (laughs) but i don't know it's just my dad liked christmas a bunch and he liked to smoke weed and think of funny stuff and (laughs) the boot thing was one of those ideas yeah it's probably like a last minute thing he's probably up like eating breakfast and like getting stoned before they (laughs) woke us up and he's like dude this would be good yeah (laughs) i remembered recently that i confirmed like 100% that Santa wasn't real by uh, reading a Judy Bloom book. <laughs> <laughs> I already had my, you know, suspicions. Like I pretty much yeah. already didn't believe yeah. Santa was a real thing, but I have younger sisters, so I was sort of just like, you know, perpetuating that for yeah. for them. But uh, I was reading Super Fudge by Judy Bloom and there's a <laughs> I don't remember exactly what is said, but there's something in it about like the the older sister in that book knowing that Santa isn't real and her parents like being fine with that. And I was like, okay, well if 
if they wrote about this like in basically a kid's book, like it's probably legit then. <laughs> okay, let's that, yeah. That, that's enough of that. <laughs> all right, all right. So it's time for... No, that's up- enough of the actual article, man. Can we just can- cancel it? <laughs> <laughs> well, is, there, is there anything This is way it? more fun. Oh. <laughs> no, I want to hear the rest. No, I got it. Oh, okay. Okay. Up on my laptop. Oh, okay. no. <laughs> up on my laptop, a workday pause. Up pops good old Santa Claus. He's joining Zoom in a big red suit. <laughs> <sighs> This is actually kind of nice. I like this so far. But no. Santa Claus is still on mute. Oh, come on. That's He's an least... old man. <laughs> yeah. This is at least kind of kind of wholesome compared to the last two so far. A Christmas song about work? Yeah, sure. <laughs> no, it's just the idea of like, San- like Santa's on Zoom and he's an old man and his mic's muted. I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't deal with that shit every day, so it's funny to me. How about that? <laughs> oh, I, I deal with that shit. I've never been in the fucking COVID box for the last 10 months. Yeah. Ho, 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 a background of snow. Ho, 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 Santa's video froze. Up on my laptop, click, click, click. I hope there's a point and he gets there quick. So Santa's doing a long, boring Zoom meeting. Sure, yes. Yeah. Uh, first comes the PowerPoint from Little Nell. Who's okay, little Nell? lost me. Is that an elf? <laughs> or what is this? It's part of the. It's uh, first gift is for Little Nell. Oh dear Santa, like whatever something well, right? Oh, is this from the what? song? Yeah. Okay, I don't remember this part. Uh, Forty-five minutes. What the hell? All about a dolly that laughs and cries. I need a Red Bull to open my eyes. All right, he lost me. (laughs) (laughs) Ho, 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 maybe I could go. Ho, 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 no one will know. Yeah, so this is starting to get into the Jeffrey Tubin. (laughs) 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 Up on my laptop, click, click, click. Skipping the meeting with good Saint Nick. The camera caught me beating my dick. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Much better. Oh, oh no. <laughs> uh, just got an email from Little Bill. Oh, he's just a—he's just such a corporate shill. Is that L- Little Bill, the Bill Cosby cartoon? Yeah. <laughs> Little Bill Gates. Uh, noticed I dropped out. Says I'm a haughty. Threatens to put me on a list that's naughty. Ho, ho, ho. Will they let me go? Ho, ho, ho. Will they let me go? These Zoom meetings are for our health, unless you're demoted to Elf on a Shelf. Oof. Bad ending. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I thought that, that one bad. started off okay, but man, I, he just yeah, the really... First, the first verse there was kind of funny, I guess. Elf on a Shelf is basically a security guard, which is a job where you basically just sit around all day and not, not do mm-hmm. shit. Yeah, just like Elf working on a Shelf is a fucking so, sure, that's Working a back devotion. like shipping and receiving. I fucking hate Elf on the Shelf. First of all, you don't get to just make up something and call it a Christmas tradition, and then everyone is obligated to go spend $30 on your little stuffed elf, and then you have to, like, set it up in elaborate positions all the time, and, like, it's a little little narc elf that sits in your house. Yeah. I do not endorse this. We are an, See, we are but an if you're a leftist and you get demoted to Elf on a Shelf, then you can just abandon your duties, and then correct you can That's be a, a the, the not narc Elf yeah. on the Shelf. The only families I know that have done Elf on a Shelf has like, it's like a, a family where like one parent works and there's one that's yep. just kind of at home and it's something, you know, fun to do for them and the kids to think about stuff like that and use, you know. To make little scenes. Like, yeah. I, I get it. It's just the like pressure is insane. Like, yep. it should be optional. 
It's like a secular nativity scene, kind of. It's like in the bathroom. Never put the elf, elf in the shelf in the bathroom. <laughs> I think very... It's like, oh yeah, it's in here watching me poop. Bad implications, yeah. <laughs> the elf is seeing me naked. <laughs> the elf is spying on naked children in the bathroom, making sure... And sending the video back to Santa. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't put on the naughty list for this. <laughs> Up next is We Wish You Would Keep Your Distance. Now, I feel like this has the potential to be creative just because the, the title, you know, it's Wish You Merry Christmas, obviously. Wish You Would Keep Your Distance really isn't. It's not a, a horrible play on words, I guess, but mm-hmm. it kind of rhymes and it fits. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty redundant after the first <laughs> two or however many. Well, I I think it's uh, it's funny you bring up the word creative. Uh, let me let me just read. <laughs> the, uh, oh, the lyrics no. here. We wish you would keep your distance. We wish you would keep your distance. We wish you would keep your distance till sometime next year. Good tidings we bring to your kin. Whoops. Fucked up. You forgot a couple of things there. Okay. (laughs) Off the rails already. But please just keep your distance. Don't bring your germs in. We'll send you some figgy pudding. We'll send you some figgy pudding. We'll send you some figgy pudding from Amazon Prime. Oh, Oh, God. Why are you... Didn't try super hard for that one. Unacceptable to not try. I feel like you just thought of the titles first, and then it's like, well, what can I puke out from this? (laughs) You won't go until you get some. You won't go until you get some. You won't go until you get some. I'm locking the door. This is the worst one so far. <laughs> yeah, why did you think this Man, was going to be a good one? <laughs> I didn't think it was going to be good. I was copying the title, you boner. <laughs> good tidings we bring to you and your kin. So that time you got it. So you, you could have noticed that you fucked it up the first time he wrote on a typewriter it's it's too late i can't i'm out of whiteout i can't do anything we wish you would keep your distance till the vaccine is here the end didn't he end like the first or second one with that yeah. yes ask santa Redundant, for a vaccine as I <laughs> santa has the elves working overtime as part of operation warp <laughs> speed to get the vaccine ready in time for christmas mm-hmm just like opening a fucking present from Santa and it's just full of needles on Christmas morning. Yay! <laughs> Not again. <laughs> he always brings these. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the next one is a parody of uh, Baby It's Cold Outside. Oh, uh, no. Yes, yes, please be the one about gender or something. Please. No. Is dude. it all about COVID? <laughs> I want it to be about pronouns. I, I doubt you can guess what this is going to be about. <laughs> okay, so it's a parody of Baby It's Cold Outside. Mm-hmm. Most of these so far have been obviously COVID-related. Um, mm-hmm. well, baby Don't Go Outside? Yeah, I mean, that would have been... It would have fit the theme so far, and it is actually like a title that kind of, you know, sounds the same. Yeah. Is it all but, about uh, COVID? Instead, instead, the title of his parody is Baby There's Voter Fraud. Oh, uh, yes! <laughs> let's go. <laughs> Fuck yeah. That's better than anything I could have possibly thought of. <laughs> yes, dude. Let's wow. hear it. So, so he's got like the... You know, there's two parts to the song. There's the guy yeah, the call and, and response, and the lady. Yeah. yeah, so he's got the guy's parts first, I think. 
And then the girls parts in parentheses afterwards. I don't remember how the song is structured, actually. And maybe but... you and I can do like a, a joint read of this where <laughs> I can be one and you can be the other. Do you want to? I can yeah, send I it do. to you. Send me it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Justin, do you want to read the stuff in parentheses or the first one? Um, why don't you start and I'll do the parentheticals. Okay, sure. You really can't stay. But baby, there's voter fraud. You've got to go away. Baby, there's voter fraud. This four years has been... Making us great again. So very vile. I beat Joe Biden by a mile. You guys are good singers. We're all really (laughs) starting to worry. Behold my Twitter fury. This is hot, you guys. Some of us are pacing the floor. (laughs) Listen to the MAGA mobs roar. We're hoping you might concede. But baby, I'm in the lead. Well, maybe in 38 days. <laughs> Democracy will soon be ablaze. What will the allies think? What? <laughs> I don't know what that part means. I don't know either. Our, our European NATO allies. Yeah. I also don't really remember all of the melody to this song, so I'll just make it up. I don't either. I'm just, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Baby, there's lawsuits out there. (laughs) Get out of our face. Rudy's at the landscaping place. (laughs) I wish I knew how. Crazy blondes yelling now. (laughs) (laughs) To break the spell. Throwing out some votes would be so swell. Voters said no, no, no. I won and it wasn't close. The results you must abide. Most of Joe's voters had died. (laughs) This way to the door. See you in 2024. Get out of the White House now. (laughs) (laughs) That was my favorite one. That was so good. Yeah, so I guess I was Trump for that. (laughs) I guess so. What, who is the other person? Uh, a, just a just democratic a voter, I guess. Fucking I America. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, that's amazing. I love it. It was really good. You guys are really good singers. <laughs> Thank you. That last beautiful. thing that I said, "See you in 2024," reminded me that yesterday I passed a pickup truck on the interstate that was driving 50 miles per hour and had a Trump 2024 bumper sticker. <laughs> Hell yeah. Incredible. Boots on the ground already. Yeah. Okay. We've got one more Christmas carol from Todd Dorman. <laughs> this one's called Sleigh Ride, but he spelled sleigh differently. S-L-A-Y. Uh, is it about Israel? Oh, uh, what could it be about? <laughs> it's um, Israel. about COVID again. Oh. Uh. Oh. <laughs> well, why'd you do one fun one and all the rest are about COVID? Yeah. More voter fraud. More can't do it. Actually, cancel culture. Play the hits. What the fuck is this? He couldn't think of anything else that happened this year. <laughs> there was so much. Yeah, come on, man. He didn't want to touch police brutality with yeah. a ten foot pole. <laughs> oh god. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna write in a, le- a letter to the editor of the Gazette of like, please, the people are clamoring for more. Yeah. Why didn't you do like a derecho Christmas Carol? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, if you're going to remind us of, like, terrible things. <laughs> yeah. There are so many. And it's weird to just have one that's different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then 
Another oh, COVID man. carol. <laughs> Alright, here's Sleigh Ride. Just watch that virus unfolding, health rules scolding too. Terrible. Terrible. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, it's lovely weather for a super spreader with you. (laughs) Inside our friends are crowding, no masks to cover, achoo. (sighs) Come on, it's now or never for a super spreader with you. Hang in there, Evan. I think we're almost done. Yeah. Almost through. <laughs> crowd him in, crowd him in, crowd him in. It's no sin. You, uh, just He just throws in an extra syllable. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's his article, okay? You can do what he wants. Just drink and din, din. Din, Justin's trying Come to on. suppress journalism. <laughs> uh, a big buffet with a prime rib roast sliced thin. Now he's just getting hungry. Cuddle close, cuddle close, cuddle close. It's grand. I dig you the most. And now he's getting horny. What's that have to do with anything? What? <laughs> what is this? Hard to, what? Uh, no one cares about COVID now. Herd immunity we will toast. I mean, he's right about that. Ooh. <laughs> this is a fitting last song, I guess. <laughs> he's just like, fuck it. <laughs> cuddle up with me, baby. Yeah, let's eat some prime rib. <laughs> <laughs> Our cheeks are nice and rosy and feverish feeling, are we? I don't know about that. Uh, We snuggled up together and now it's hard to breathe. Oh yeah, this one's really funny because people are dying. (laughs) (laughs) Like these are, this is someone that's going to die soon. This This is good. This is just descriptions of someone (laughs) dying. (laughs) Let's take that road before us straight into the ICU. Yeah, ICU Wisconsin because they're all full in (laughs) Iowa. Yeah, the sleigh ride is uh, interstate travel. <laughs> <laughs> 380 northbound. <laughs> oh man, I'm now regretting the super spreading with you. The nice. End. Cool. Great job, Todd. What other I kind mean, of I... bullshit has this guy written for the Gazette? Oh, he works there. He's right, not yeah. just a, a guest. Okay. He's got he a got regular s- column. Six likes, one retweet on this article. <laughs> He's got his phone number at the end of the article here. <laughs> I assume he it's the office phone. 319-398-8262. <laughs> call and uh, tell him how much you love it. For Rock Hard Caucus Patreon subscribers, give him a call. <laughs> Let Wait, him know his, where you Todd, heard about what? him. Todd Dorman. D-O-R-M-A-N. Mm-hmm. He looks c- exactly right. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's correct. That's the guy who will write this article, for sure. <laughs> Okay, well, that's all of the Christmas cheer that I have the, the, within me. <laughs> to we've deliver. scraped the last of the Christmas cheer from the bucket. Mm-hmm. How do you guys feel? Do you feel like you're more in the holiday spirit now or less? Uh, the holiday spirit less. has gone into the yeah. negatives. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we should wrap it up then for uh, Rock Hard Christmas 2. Um, I thought about uh, changing the name of the Christmas series to Rock Hard XXXXXMAS. <laughs> I <laughs> like we've, it. We've got a dick joke, you know, for the name of the show, and then we can do like a Christmas porn parody style title. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so maybe good, I'll, I like it. I'll do that for like the subtitle Rock Hard Christmas 2 XXXMAS. Yes, good. And then I'll have to think of something else next year when we do the third one.
Oh, plenty of time to <laughs> kick it around. <laughs> All right. Well, everyone, I know this is like uh, a fake Christmas 2020. It does not have any real holidays. So enjoy it as best you yeah. can. And thanks for listening to our show and for subscribing to our Patreon. Happy holidays. Happy I hope holidays. there's a lot of plainly packaged presents under your secular pine tree. <laughs> Merry Decorated fucking Christmas. That's right. I said it. I said it. Merry Christmas, listeners. <laughs> Hopefully the Grinch does not steal your Amazon packages from your porch. <laughs>